I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Golf Course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here, drivers recommended. Oh, is he a caveman? Because it's suddenly clubbed that one. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with a dictionary? Because that was a terrible read. <laughs> G'day and welcome. This is Golf. Andrew Dado is my name, and it's nice to have you with me. Uh, fast and furious this morning. Uh, faster than furious, actually. We're going to talk to a guy called Harry Nyson. So I met Harry uh, on the interweb. Uh, uh, I bought his putter, a beautiful like seriously beautiful Bettinati Ben Hogan putter. So I've got a Ben Hogan thing going on. And uh, I thought, you know, my wooden putter's not going quite as well as it should. He's selling one. I decided to purchase it. We get chatting. He's Harry Nyson, the golf chaplain. And I thought, I don't know anything about golf chaplaincy. I wonder what it's about. And I did have one strong religious question I wanted to get to about golfers and God and thanking God in particular. So Harry's terrific, a golf chaplain. He's also a chef. He's about to start work at a golf club cooking for the members. And uh, it was a really nice, albeit short, catch-up. So this is Harry. You sell stuff on Gumtree, Harry Nyson. I do. uh, Golf stuff. So are you a mover and shaker in the golfing world of... I'll get this over here for this and I'll get rid of it for for that. Is that how you sort of, or is it, have you collected, stockpiled a bunch of stuff and went, right, I just don't need it all anymore? I've come to that conclusion that I don't just, I just don't need it anymore. So I have um, over the years purchased stuff through auctions in America, um, some memorabilia, some clubs, uh, bought new clubs, didn't like them, moved them on until I got to where I want to be and, yeah. Okay, so where where is it that you want to be with your golfing stuff? Uh, to have a ha- happy little medium, have a have a golf sanctuary in my in my office. <laughs> um, I'm a tailor made uh, nut, uh, so I've got 
some really nice ta- tailor-made bags recently purchased greg norman's 2009 tour bag from the u.s masters bag so that's a nice piece to have in my room right how did you so how did you get that uh, that was through golf a golf auction in in america Right. And, and can that I was from his private collection that he'd put forward. Hey, I saw that advertised and I thought, oh, crap, I should get on that and get something. Yeah, some decent, there's some decent stuff in it. All right. So what else were you looking at before you got the bag? Um, before that, oh, I think. No, for, of the Norman collection or was it just the bag? It was just the bag because it was a tailor, obviously tailor-made. Right. Um, he, so he played tailor-made. I thought he was just a Cobra player. Yeah, well, that's what I thought as well until that. A lot of uh, tailor-made stuff started coming up in auctions. I like some of his tailor-made iron sets of irons and that sort of thing. So, Right. And do you mind if I ask what you paid for the bag? Yeah, I paid 700 US. Sheesh. And postage would be? Yeah, postage is always a stinger. Yeah. Especially wow. the, American, the Americans seem to sting us hard for a postage. Yeah, they're just a long way away, <laughs> you know. Um, well, that's exciting. And then what about the uh, – so why why are you getting rid of the Betonati Ben Hogan Hawk um, BP11B uh, part yeah, of the one that, you've that purchased. I purchased from you? What was wrong with it? Yeah, nothing. So I, I bought one and then I bought two. So I had two of them. And then I came across a, a um, Scotty Cameron. And uh, yeah. I picked that up for a good price and I re- I just like the weight of the Scotty Cameron a bit more than the Betonati. I okay. mean, what I was fascinated by the Betonati Hawk putter was it's just it's, it's, the head weight alone is just so light. Is this? Uh, yeah. That's and terrible. Said, <laughs> but you know what? The I initial, could you sell it to me? <laughs> the initial thought there was I'd love to get a stability to a, a shaft, which is once again, it's, it's that's like a – a tour, tour issue um, graph um, carbon fiber shaft. I mm. thought what would be awesome is to see how light you can make a putter. But mm. I, never, I never got there. Ended up selling okay. it to you. Right. No, I'm trying to work out how to melt more sinkers to get them into my wooden putter to make it heavier. It's interesting. Anyway, so this is that's how Harry and I met. We're uh, I'm looking at his stuff on. Gumtree, I bought this Betonati putter. I did notice you've got a um, an open uh, tea marker yeah. as well on there and some yeah. good stuff. So yeah, you're in WA, I'm in on the East Coast. Uh, and in our chats, it, it came out that you are a golf chaplain. Yes, yeah. So you'll have to explain what a golf chaplain is because what I really want to talk to you about is not your um, – your capitalist ventures, um, <laughs> or your or your hoarding. Um, I want to talk about the spirituality of golf, and I've had yeah. a similar discussion with a, a rabbi at the local club where I play, which I, it's still one of my favourite chats yeah. on the podcast. So it's the spirituality. But tell me about being a golf chaplain. How does that come about? I think it comes down to the nurturing of the player, Andrew. Um, so golf chaplaincy. I kind of got. I've been involved in church ministry. For a, for a number of years, and uh, I suppose that for me it started out with being a, a youth, like a, a youth leader in youth ministry, yeah. and then from there it kind of grew. And I've always been passionate about golf, probably more so for the last ten years. Um, really, a quite the golf nut, but um, I've always cared about people, Andrew. And um, 
when we had Sports Chaplaincy Australia come and speak at our church about getting into it, I was like fascinated by it. So I took the next steps and um, went along that that road. And uh, now I'm a, a golf chaplain. Right. So what are the, um, Harry? What are the steps that you would? So I, I guess you have to be a pastor or a priest or something. You've, have you done theology school? Is that how no, it works? No, and- not at all. Um, I suppose the prerequisites are. Uh, an involvement in the church always helps, uh, but you love you love Jesus, you love people, and you love sport. Uh, yeah. I suppose if you tick those boxes, then it's worth looking at the next steps, and uh, that looks like doing some courses uh, through sports chaplaincy, which basically you know looks at the, the nurturing and the taking care of people at a um, you know you know heads talking about headspace, talking about you know. Um, a healthy headspace. So yeah. it's mental. It's mental health as much as oh, it is. Yeah, definitely spiritual Mi- health. Mind, body, and soul. Yeah. Okay. So, do you see the game of golf as a spiritual game? To a degree, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love um, when I go and play golf, Andrew. It's 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 that opportunity to switch off. You know, it's get away from the world we live in, um, and just be one, be one. Me, the ball, the course. Yeah, and it's just it's just it's peaceful. It's um, it's finding that soulless, you know. It's it, did you say soulless? S- soulless. Oh, soulless. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry. see, that's interesting, isn't it? Because I think it, no, it's actually, it's it's a really interesting. It, you know, it's a case of utter semantics, and you know, and the misunderstanding or mis misspelling of the word that mm. soulless is soulless. Soul soulless is of being into probably entirely alone, whereas solace is seeking um, that peace. The peace. So yeah. Mm. So it's pretty. It's an it, interesting misunderstanding of terms. So yeah. so what is the um, what is the spirituality of golf for you apart from the solace? Like when you see other people playing, or you know, how do you how does that golf chaplaincy and spirituality work for golfers? Yeah. So Andrew, I find um, it brings a lot of joy being out there on the greens. And um, whether I'm playing on my own or where I'm playing with others, I think there's always time to reflect on where we are at in life. And to, I don't know, I think when I'm playing with others, it's a matter of just talking to people, being real with each other, being genuine. And you can have some real genuine conversations out there. And, um, you know, it's just supporting and encouraging others. Now, is a golf chaplaincy, is that a job? No, like it's, a, it's voluntary. It's a voluntary, it's voluntary thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you, is it a matter of sort of spreading the the word of mental health and God, I suppose, as well, like during it around? I think it'd be quite interesting to be standing over a three foot putt, going, "Hey, bro, God's with you, man." He's <laughs> going, "Is he? Uh, is he?" No, I definitely don't go down that route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it, I think it's about making time for others. Um, okay. And, and allowing people to be. Uh, to be real with you. And I, I suppose when you do that, you know, you do open up, you can be opening up a can of worms, but it's, yeah. it's preparing yourself for that. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to be, you don't expect every conversation with everyone to be easy for yeah. sure. That's for sure. But, um, it's about, is golf, not, is golf not a game where you can actually go and play golf and not have convers like literally just tune out of, the heavy stuff as well? Like is that yeah, not part yeah, of it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, for me in my daily life, if I want to go and unwind and get away from all the heavy heavy stuff, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, 
at the same time, if someone wants to, if someone starts opening up about something, I'm not going to say shut them down and say, no, yeah. let's not talk about that. We're here okay. to enjoy ourselves. So I think, there's, yeah, there's times and places um, for, for every conversation. Um, and, you know, sometimes people feel more comfortable being around the golf course to have those conversations, you know. Is it one of those things where it's it's a side-by-side discussion, you know, like being in the car with a teenager as opposed to sitting across a table or across a Zoom like this and, you know, look them in the eyes and going, come on, mate, what's, you know, yeah. has, has everything really going? Is it is, yeah, is I think that, that one of the advantages? I think that's definitely one of the advantages. I think it's, um, you know, equally I can let my guard down and, and, and be, show my vulnerabilities and that speaks volumes of someone's character. Uh, because that, it shows trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I can't vouch for have, having my own teenagers yet, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, from being a, from being in youth ministry, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes you need to practice tough love and, and, and share share some advice from time to time, yeah. Okay. So is that something, so, you know, back to the game of game of golf and, and helping others with the chucking the club in the lake or the, you know, like those moments where people just are totally headless. Mm. I mean, do you have, like I'm not expecting you to be an angel of sorts, but I'm going to guess that you'll have tricks to avoid those highly volatile moments of Um. your own, like... Or do you? Are you like a massive chuck, club chucker and you go, no. right, well, I'm on the golf course and this is. <laughs> I, I get frustrated at the best of times. Oh, everyone does. Um, I think my biggest frustration for me when I play golf is when I'm playing with a group of people that I don't know, you know, where you get put on the tee sheet with some people you don't know and you have yeah. played with. And, and then they come along and you're having a bad round and suddenly they start coaching you. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, thanks, guys. In my head, I'm thinking. I'm here to just enjoy myself. It doesn't matter how bad I'm playing. Like I get, I get a lot of enjoyment out of just being out there. So whether I'm yeah. having a good round or a bad round, I still take a positive out of it. So, it, so do you think golf is a good, a good reflection of life in general? Yeah, we all. I mean, because golf's up and down, isn't it? So, um, yeah, you know, like obviously our shots go up and down. Sometimes they go along the ground, mm. uh, but like you have a good round, bad round, um, and you know, sometimes you get an absolute sweep perfect round and it won't be perfect to me is going to be perfect is different to your perfect but um you know you know i had a great round not too long ago a couple of weeks ago and i probably got i had uh maybe four holes where they were nearly i had four four opportunities at birdie and just just missed the just missed the hole but that was a great round to me it's like you know i still got par on those so yeah yeah and the par's great When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, Harry, you have four birdie putts that you miss. Where does your faith sit in missing those moments? Like, do you, is it like, God, 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 <laughs> what God? Yeah. I mean, Why hast thou forsaken me? You know, like, yeah, yeah. How does it work for you? Uh, I think God tests us at times. And um, I think I look at Romans 12, 9 cross between the NIV version and the message version because mm-hmm. um, there's obviously many translations of the Bible. Um, and and I, I just, I mean, I'll read through some of it. Love in action, be devoted to one another above yourself. Don't quit in hard times. Uh, I think that's key. Uh, be cheerfully expectant, which I love because I'm always expectant of, of, of great results on the golf course. Does it happen? Mm. Not always. Mm. Um, don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled in the flame. Um, you know, I practice practice things. I go and practice before I hit the hit the range, hit the practice screen before I go out there. Yeah, and um, you know, and, and you know, it talks about patience in there as well. And um, you know, I am patient, and uh, I'm very cheerfully expectant. Yeah, um, I love I'm, I'm, I love I'm this sinking those putts, but you know, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> but I'll continue to be patient. Okay, so th- is so is that is that part of the lesson? Then? And I love that notion of being cheerfully expectant. See, I mean, I, I even wonder if cheerfully expectant flies in the face of being a really good golfer because the really good golfers will say, I, you just ex- – it's not cheerfully expectant. I expect the ball yeah. to go in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's not, it's, it's not even – well, I've never heard anyone say cheerfully expectant, which I like much more actually. I like that yeah. idea of it. But then you look at pro, pro golfers, you know, they're, they're probably – they're built different to an amateur golfer. You know, they train harder. You know, they, they have to be expectant. They have to rely on their, they have to rely on their training. Yeah. You know, it was us. We're, we're not, we're not. So they. We're not playing for a paycheck, Andrew. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you play. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. So then what about the pro golfers and their mental capacity then? How does that work in a, in a spiritual sense, sense as well? I suppose every 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 golfer, every professional golfer is different. I mean, at the moment, sports chaplaincy for me and golf is is just really just talking to amateurs and yeah. and, and and the the daily hack. Um, yeah. The, so what's the, what's the, yeah? I mean, I think that's great. What's the, what's your message? What's your message to them? To so the weekend hacks. Yeah. Like myself. Yeah, um, and me and me. Ah, uh, well, remain positive. Um, Keep a clear headspace, and when and when you can't, I think it's just taking time to self self check in. And if, if you can't, if you struggle to self check in, it's find someone you can can find can confide in, yeah. and, and and check in with them. Be real. Um, you know, when you get to the course and have a practice and uh, have a chat with your mate before you go out for a round. You know, say this might be a scrappy round, but I'm looking forward to it. Mm. You know, and, and then they, you know, they might unpack some questions for you. 
why, why, why do you stay scrappy around? You say, well, this is what I'm dealing with this week. You know, it's yeah, hard right. to shut off from that. Any tricks on how to shut off the um, the the white noise of the Monday to Friday? <laughs> I, I mean, go- golf in itself can be for some people that can be golf going out in the open. That can be a way to shut off. But but equally, I think I think just letting it letting go. And to me, letting go is is actually bringing it out of the open. I think when we when we try and keep everything into ourselves, we we shatter. It's kept in the shadows. It's kept in the dark. But when you release it to the light. And this is a bit of spiritual terms, mm-hmm. I suppose. When you release it to the light, that weight and that burden on your shoulders is lifted. When you when you share the load, the weight is lifted off your shoulders. It's amazing. I mean, I've been through some dark stuff in my in my past, in my younger, in my mid twenties. Um, I've been in some dark places, and I had some great people um, who acknowledged that and sat me down, and you know, through talking through some some hard questions. It just felt like a weight was literally lifted off my shoulders. Okay. All right. Now, I've, I've only got one trick question for you. I've never asked a person of faith this. You've got Bubba, Bubba Watson. Yeah. Uh, you've got Aaron Badley, right? Two very strong religious Christian players. And let's say, throw a third one in the mix. I can't think of one off the top of my head. There's oh, Gary, Gary Player. Gary Player. You've got Gary Player. Bubba Watson and Aaron Badley. Yeah. Playing the Masters. They're on the 18th hole. They're in the playoff. Regardless of who wins, the winner is going to thank God, right? They're going to yeah. go, I want to thank God. Yeah. How does God choose who gets to win? If they're all playing for God, like, you know, there's that disappointment. <laughs> two, two guys take, a, take, a, take the hit. One guy wins. Mm. How does God decide Mm. Big, it's the big question. It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd probably just side with Gary Player. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not, it's not about, yeah, I, I know, I know. It doesn't know, matter who wins. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Um, I don't know how God would decide that one. Yeah. Because it's because it's an interesting thing in mm. in, in players of faith. And, and, and I must, un- I, I will admit, I thought with the golf chaplaincy that. It, you know, it might have been something different to, to that whole mental health aspect. But in in for players of faith, they're all battling against each other, but someone has to win and inevitably they're going to go, you, <laughs> like this, but someone has to lose as well. Be, I, I, I put, it, put it this way, those two losers who came up, who came, came running up, yeah. they might just look at that as God's seasoning me here, God's testing me here, um, okay. you know, He's, he's, you know, preparing me for something. So okay. maybe he's, he, maybe they need to be, maybe they need a lesson in patience. So God's teaching them patience through, through that, through not necessarily performing and, 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 and coming across the line first. Yeah. So God, God takes us through trials and tribulations. So okay, you know, I've had my fair share. Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah. So the challenge is there's the there's still a level of, of victory mm. or a point to the challenge as well as the uh, the success. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, yeah. I hadn't. I, I mean, I've thought about. I have actually thought about the question, but I haven't actually considered that. You know that part of the answer. So that's good. All right. So what's next for you? You're about to start working at a golf club as a as a chef. Yep. Which would be interesting. Yeah. Excited for the future there. 
Um, yeah. I suppose, yeah, I suppose really open to see where, where God's taking me. Yeah. Um, every time I catch up with um, our uh, state rep for sports chaplaincy, she's like, God's doing something in your life because every time I chat to you, he's opening doors and, um, you know, for, for instance, this conversation, Andrew, you know, it was just chance encounter. Chance encounter. And, um, you know, to me working at the golf club, that was someone seeking me. I wasn't seeking it. Yeah. Um, obviously, the apparel brand that is to hopefully launch in the next 12 months, obviously wanting to just pour profits back into youth development here in WA for, for golf, junior golf. So okay. there's lots of things um, I want to do and – I love golf and I love every aspect of it, you know. Yeah. All right, Harry. And what about your – is that the bag behind you in the background, that black and white one? Is that your Norman bag? Uh, that is the Greg Norman bag. Fantastic. And then the other one, uh, the other one, uh, Martin bag I love is – I'll see if I can show it to you. It's uh, – That tailor-made one. It's a tailor-made blue, white. It's, uh, it's a junior league and it's got all these stick figures embroidered all over it. And it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's – it was a 2019 tour bag and I fell in love with it and some lovely gentleman on eBay was selling it. It was just serving the same purpose as it's serving me. It's just sitting on my desk Yeah, and um, I just love to look at it. What does your wife think about all of your uh, golfing paraphernalia stuff? Like do you have to hide it? Do you, is it like no. your empty pleasure where you no. go, oh, um, just people send me stuff? Uh, I don't no. know where it came from. <laughs> No, um, she's not a massive fan of it. Um, mm. I think the, my golf room will potentially, some of it will get stored away when this has to become a, a bedroom for another child in the future. But um, mm. other than that, I mean, she's got her own set of golf clubs. Uh, she's played once. Mm. Um, she didn't want a caddy for me. She said, if I'm going to walk around a golf course, I'm going to play. So I bought her a set of clubs. Yeah, that's good. Good on her. Yeah. I've got a set of uh, Nor- Greg Norman signature Cobra blades with a co- black Cobra steel shaft. Oh, lovely. And you, you they play look with, good in that do you, bag. Do you play with those? Uh, sometimes. Yep. You've got to hit them. Yep. And, just and, the right spot. And you play, you have some hickory clubs as well, don't you? Hickory's, yeah, I'm busted. I'm not as busted as you, though. You're far more broken. I haven't got <laughs> Greg Norman's bag, which I'd probably like to have. Hey, Harry, we'll leave it there. Thanks for your time. Really interesting to talk about um, sports chaplaincy and golf chaplaincy. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it, so it's nice to know. Um, You know, as much as anything else, it's it's about the mental health for for golfers and and people. So good stuff. Thanks, Andrew. So there he is, Harry Nyson. Just like us, he is a lover of golf, a busted unit, and the holder of Greg Norman's Masters tailor-made golf bag. There's got to be some collectivity. Collectivity? Yeah. There's got to be some collectivity in that. Don't know where we're headed next week, but it will be good. Uh, Thanks for your company today, um, and I'll talk to you soon. This is Golf, and I'm Andrew Dello. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.